When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Record. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. And we are coming at you. Episode 54 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. And we took a little hiatus, took a little time off. Holidays, Thanksgiving, you know. Rick got a big new job in, in Dallas. Big D moved from West Palm Beach. Now he's in Dallas enjoying himself there uh, fireside chats with rick brandt um so uh you know great stuff there and and we got a we got a nice one for you we're going back into the archives over here um with a little virginia tech uh blacksburg virginia road trip that rick took to went to go and see one of our buddies so uh hokey nation where you at guys hokey nation where you at um we're gonna highlight uh, Virginia Tech in this episode, the football game Rick went to, the golf that he did, the uh, Blacksburg, Virginia area, and uh, the um, the traditions that they that they have there. So, Rick, you know, I- I'm excited to be you know reunited. It's great to be back on the podcast. You're right with the holidays and a few things going on. Uh, not too much of a hiatus, but we're back at it. Episode 54. We're going to be chugging our way through all the way to episode 100. Sure to hit that milestone at some point in 2021, but you're right. Episode 54 is all about Virginia Tech. Certainly one of the staples in college sports. And if you ever get the opportunity, all you listeners out there, definitely put Blacksburg, Virginia on your bucket list of campuses to go check out. It is absolutely beautiful. Rob, let me tell you, one of the things that made Virginia Tech and has made them so notable, and when you're on the campus, you just get this feel that you don't really feel uh, many other spots, is this stone. It's this these rocks, if you will, and all of the buildings and the walls and uh, just virtually everywhere where there's a building of some sort or some sort of structure, they use what's called hokey stone. It's hokey stone for their uh, mascot, Virginia Tech Hokies. And uh, it just, 
it, it screams like old fashioned nostalgia. It, it's really beautiful and it, it creates a nice uh, energy and vibe when you're on campus. Anybody that I know that went to Blacks, went to Virginia Tech has nothing but amazing things to say about it. So, you know, I'm excited to dive into this. First, I want to talk about the swag I'm rocking. That's a nice hat you have there, Rob. Now, I know you're borrowing that out of my closet, so it probably doesn't fit you that well, but that is, that is my hat right there. Yeah, yeah. This hat, for those that are just listening uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, you know, it doesn't – I'm not a hat guy. There's a lot of room up here, a lot of excess room. Uh, and I think that attributes because, Rob, you have a thick head of hair. Um, the way your hair folds underneath that hat probably allows for some voided areas. I have a massive skull. And then, like, yeah, I do have luscious locks up here, if I, if I do say so myself. Um, you know, you are a hat guy. Your hair's thinning a little bit, so it really grips onto the skull. Yeah, it's nestled in there nicely. I like wearing a hat. I've been a baseball guy since I was a kid. So it's just natural for me to have a hat on. Anytime I go like you to any sporting event, we try to wear their swag. And uh, I prepped, I prepped. I went on eBay. I found that nice used hat uh, along with some other swag and showed up to Blacksburg, Virginia, as we always do, dressing the part, super fans ready to rip and roar all right let's get into it let's not what up everybody sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here but rick and i have to pay the bills so we're gonna run an ad this ad is brought to you by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. Not talk about this hat anymore that I'm rocking. Let's get into it. Rick, what started this trip? Well, uh, you and I have a friend who we grew up with, and at the time, in 2014, he happened to be working in the ticket office at Virginia Tech, a destination I've always wanted to get to. So I said to him, you know what, let's find a date on the calendar, just so happened to be the mid-September, early in the season, the best time to be going to college football games. It's early on. The teams have a lot of optimism. Uh, people still think that their team's going to make it to the playoffs or a big bowl game. So uh, early September, the weather's fantastic. And that's what I did. I drove out from New Jersey. It's about a six, seven hour drive, I recall. Uh, so it's not a quick, easy trip by any means. And especially doing it solo, I rolled into town. I believe it was on like a Thursday late afternoon. Met up with a couple buddies from back home. We went to a random bar like most college campuses have, a uh, Main Street area where a lot of parties and things take place. And that's what Virginia Tech has. So uh, delicious dinner once I got into town. And uh, that, that kicked things off on a Thursday evening. 
Yeah, so Thursday you got into town. You met up with Greg Lucking. You met up with Cole Geddes, wherever they are. Hope you guys are doing safe during this quarantine. Um, and then you had a great meal, great great little Hokie Nation meal. Um, and then, uh, you know, went to bed. Or did you go out and party that night? Did you rip up the town? You know what? Uh, we, we explored. We went on a few adventures. Uh, my host was uh, certainly in host mode, wanting to show me around. And uh, it worked out really nicely. Uh, he had to work Friday all day, which was understandable. The day before the game, he works in the ticket office. I get it. No hard feelings. Uh, that was the plan. I myself am a golf enthusiast. And back in 2014, I did my research. I saw that there happens to be a beautiful Pete Dye designed golf course, not too far from Virginia Tech's campus. It also happens to be the home course for the Virginia Tech Hokies, and it's hosted many tournaments, collegiate and amateur tournaments over the years. And uh, they call it the River Course, and the reason why is because it's built right alongside a very flowing, heavy, um, tumultuous river at times. And uh, it's pretty cool, Rob. I've played golf at Pebble Beach and on the coasts of St. Kitts down in the Caribbean, and to be alongside a massive body of water while playing golf and hearing the waves crash. In this example, hearing the water just rushing down downstream at a, at a rapid pace. Pretty cool setting and uh, just a beautiful, beautiful course. Anybody that's ever out in Virginia Tech uh, nation area, definitely put the Pete Dye River course on your to-do list. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, jumped on Google real quick, just wanted to, you know, bask in the glory of this story. And uh, I, uh, it looks beautiful right on the river right there. Looks like you're kind of in a valley almost. And you got these like beautiful trees, you know, and this picture, it's showcasing it nicely. It's uh, got the fall foliage in effect, a uh, little Auburn, little, little, uh, little brown, little yellow trees and green trees. And Wow, yeah, I could I could see yourself having a nice day out there. How'd you shoot? Well, listen, that's not the important thing when you're out there playing golf by yourself. The important thing is that you're having a good time. You're enjoying the settings, the course. Uh, but I broke 100. I kept it under 100. I always play from the tips. Uh, I like to challenge myself. I like to walk the course. So uh, just a nice four or five-hour morning. Nice breakfast, I remember. They had a nice little brunch set up and um, just a terrific place. So uh, big fan of the course. And that started my Friday, Rob. Um, Friday afternoon, uh, actually, my friend, again, was still working. So now I went back over onto campus and did some uh, exploring, if you will. I gave my own self-guided tour, uh, immediately hopped into the stadium. It's very bizarre to me, Rob. I mean, it's nice, but it's very bizarre to me that these massive stadiums are just so easy to walk right into. You don't have to open any gates. You don't have to press any buttons. You're not hurtling any fences. You just walk right into it. It's, it's dangerous. You know, in the world we live in today, with all this stuff going on throughout the world, you would think there would be some layer of security with it. But no, you can literally walk right out onto the 50-yard line onto probably 
95% of all college stadiums, like, like guaranteed on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you can walk right out there. We did it at Clemson. We're going to talk about Clemson at another podcast, but you know, we did it on Clemson on like a Thursday uh, afternoon, just walked right out there on the 50 and started taking pictures. It, it, it's ludicrous. It blows my mind, Rick. And we got a beauty of a shot of you, you know, you know, kneeling on the VT, um, rocking the white pants with some, uh, with some sandals on and the VT polo. So that'll be thrown up definitely on the gram. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely toss that one up there. So then Friday night, how was your Friday night? How did uh, Blacksburg, Virginia treat you Friday? Well, uh, Friday night was uh, a good night. My uh, host, again, was in host mode. Uh, we went out. We saw a couple of his local favorite uh, watering holes. And uh, Watering holes? Know, what, are you, what are you, 90 years old, Rick? Just call them bars. Why don't you just bust out saloons, why don't you? Well, that's basically what you have in Blacksburg, Virginia. You got to go back in time, my friend, because it's a whole different world out in the country. It's not a... Uh, New Jersey, New York, that we're accustomed to in the tri-state area. It really is. You feel like you're in a, a different place out there. So call it what you will. But we had a nice time Friday evening. We knew there'd be a big game Saturday. My friend also, too, at the time was uh, working, as I said, for the organization, uh, for the uh, school. He, uh, he had obligations during uh, the game. So as much as we were there together, I really was uh, pretty much soloing this trip. Uh, of course, bleacher seat, uh, nothing uh, extravagant. However, um, naturally, I was in the front row, down first row behind the Georgia Tech bench. Uh, it was a beautiful Saturday afternoon. One of the things that I like about Virginia Tech is um, their fan base is so passionate. I know you and I, we've got many friends that have gone there. Um, heck, I'll just even rewind a bit before the game. Uh, there was an early morning tailgate going on because it was a noon kickoff. Noon kickoffs are a lot of fun. And we could, and it really Fedge. We could give a shout out to Fedge right here. I think Jeff McDermott, that's the least we can do. He uh, was hosting one heck of a, a tailgate. It was, uh, it was, it's so fantastic to be on a college campus for a noon kickoff. And the reason why is because it shows who really is serious about having a great time at college and embracing college football and all the partying and tailgating that goes on because you really have to get that show started by eight o'clock, maybe nine o'clock a.m. tops. Um, and it's only, it's only for the tough, my friend. It's only for the real true fan. And uh, I was impressed with Virginia Tech that day. Had a great, had a great party scene. Lots of hot girls, lots of hot guys having a ball in the fall. You like what I did right there? That was good awesome. rhyming. But then you drop in whatever you want to drop in. I like what you're doing. It's the holidays. Dr. Seuss is an idol of yours. So you know, if you want to we'll run. I'm going to watch the Grinch a little bit later. I'm going to watch a little the Grinch a little bit later. Okay. So, so, so before we get into the game, we'll talk a little bit about the game, how it mapped out. Uh, you know, quarter by quarter, all that good stuff. But I just want to drop some knowledge on these uh, listeners about Virginia Tech and, and their, their football program, because um, I was baffled by it. I was like, wow, this is pretty insane. Like, you know, if you're a football fan, college football fan, you know, VT has a storied uh, past and, and history. And, and uh, I'm just going to drop some facts. The first season was in 1892. That is 1892. They've been playing football in Blacksburg, Blacksburg, Virginia, 
for Virginia Tech since 1892. Absolutely ludicrous. Over almost 30 years old, or sorry, 130 years old. Crazy. The stadium that they play in is a 65,000 person stadium. That's like playing in a professional stadium. So it's a big stadium. And in 124 seasons, the Hokies have won over 700 games and appeared in 33 bowl games, including a national championship. They have not won a national championship. And they rank 23rd among all Division I college football teams for most wins. The program had a streak of 27 consecutive bowl appearances, starting with the 1993 Independence Bowl. And unfortunately, their last bowl was in 2019 at the Belk Bowl and uh, before ending in 2020. Now, 2020, earlier 2020, not 2020 slash 2021. So it stopped last year. This was the fourth longest streak of consecutive bowl game appearances in college football history. Um, the, the program has also claimed 11 conference titles and produced eight All-Americans. A um, couple fun facts about them. You know, I'm going to skip all the different errors, but they're most known for the Frank Beamer error from 1987 to 2015. Really put Virginia, State, uh, Virginia Tech on the map. Uh, one of their most notable players is Michael Vick of all time, you know, 1999. He was the one that helped get them to the 2000 national championship uh, game, uh, you know, unfortunately lost. Uh, but and then one of my favorite things about them that I will remember forever. And I love the tradition. I love these uh, massive uh, uh, teams with tradition. And one of the traditions that Virginia Tech has had for uh, almost a couple of decades now, maybe even longer, is it's called the lunch pail tradition. And Blacksburg, Virginia is in the middle of nowhere. You're bordered, nestled up to West Virginia, like nestled up to West Virginia, a little bit above Tennessee or, or North Carolina. You know, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's coal mining country, basically. It's the outskirts. It's the country. So they have this lunch pail that, that is a symbolic lunch pail that captains or players on the team bring out onto the sidelines of each game. And it's this beat up black lunch pail that has win written on it. And inside the lunch pail is the goals for the week, all the goals for the offense, the defense, the special teams. Uh, and, and that's what they carry with them out onto the field. It's great. I'm getting chills just talking about it. I love the lunch pail. I love the, uh, you know, bring the, bring the hard hat mentality and that's what they bring. So um, fired up, fired up for that. And uh, also their, their mascot is hilarious. It's a hokey. What is a hokey? I have no idea. I'm going to find that out while Rick's talking about the game and then we're going to talk about it, but it basically looks like a Turkey. It looks like a Turkey, but we're going to get the exact exact information in the next couple of minutes. Rick. Yeah, Rob, well done. well done. Excellent job with the history there for all the listeners out there. And some of the main points that you touched on are just so apropos. Uh, I think a hokey is some sort of turkey, a little gobbler, gobbler. You, you uh, know, let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. The hokey bird is a male turkey and it's the mascot of Virginia Tech. So there we go. All solved. It's the male turkey. 
And, and he's also got this uh, fun-loving look to him. He's, he's a terrific mascot. I also enjoy the colors of Virginia Tech, frankly, uh, with that maroonish, orange, and white mesh going on. Uh, every once in a while, they might bust out a black alternative color in their in their uniform schemes. But just uh, really do enjoy the Virginia Tech, uh, everything they got going on there. And you touched on the stadium size. It is a, a healthy size stadium. It's not your 100,000-seat big house in Michigan um, or down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's not one of those. But it's right there, uh, just slightly below it from a capacity size. However, from an energy standpoint, especially uh, as I'm told on Friday and Saturday night games under the lights, that place is rocking. This game happened to be a noon kickoff. And Rob, they have a fun tradition of also running out onto the field by blasting Enter Sandman uh, throughout their stadium. And that, for all, fans out there gives you goosebumps as well when the place is rocking at full capacity uh, Metallica and the players running out through the smoke it's a pretty cool sight very cool very cool now Rick take us to the game um, do you remember what happened during the game well yeah so here we go Vir Virginia Tech they're two and one all right and they were hosting undefeated three and0 Georgia Tech and what was interesting about it was uh, the game kind of started off a little slow, uh, just traded field goals in the first quarter. Second quarter produced a decent amount of scoring with Virginia Tech actually leading 16 to 10 at halftime. So low scoring, but still um, a competitive close game. Didn't know what was going to happen. Third quarter defenses balled out. Nobody scored. But the fourth quarter, as it tends to do, produced the most points. And uh, Georgia Tech did most of the scoring. In fact, they were winning pretty nicely towards the end until VT went down, scored a touchdown, went for two, got the two-point conversion, and tied the game with two minutes left to go at 24. So uh, the place was ecstatic. Everything was awesome. And then, however, however, Georgia Tech with two minutes left to go, produced a nice, healthy drive that brought them down into field goal range. And it was funny because I now, more that I think about it, recall the Virginia Tech coach, Frank Beamer at the time, the legend Hall of Famer. Yeah. He had all three timeouts in his bag as Georgia Tech attempted a, a short, modest, I think it was like a 30-yard, 25, 30-yard field goal to win the game as time expired. However, he iced the kicker three straight times by using all three timeouts, which was kind of comical. And um, Georgia Tech ended up kicking the field goal to win it 27-24 at the buzzer, remaining undefeated, went going to 4-0. And uh, it was a great, great time. Uh, we hung out that night. And then next morning, Sunday morning, got in the car, uh, made the long haul back but a uh, memory I'll always cherish in Blacksburg for sure. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Frank Beamer just, you know, pulling all the, pulling all the stops right there. Timeout after timeout, you know, that, that's a clutch move right there. Clutch move by a, uh, by, by a veteran. Uh, and the kicker and the kicker also, you know, he, 
he wasn't iced. He, he made it happen. And it's not easy kicking in college, especially from a short distance, because the hash marks are wider than they are in the NFL. So when the hash marks are wider, it creates this more of an angle to try to knock the ball through. Impressed by that. Uh, frankly, as you know, I'm not a diehard Virginia Tech Hokie fan. I got what I wanted. I wanted a close game, competitive. Of course, you want to see the home team win, but it wasn't in the cards that day. But everything else was terrific. The weather, the tailgating, uh, all the fans. Uh, big shout out to uh, Hokie Nation. Nice. Yeah, that's what you hope for. Nice, nice close game. Hope the home team wins, but at the same time, you want a nice, nice close game. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode because Rick made his way back to Jersey, uh, you know, after his farewells to his buddy. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, this wraps it up for the Brothers Brand Hokie Nation. Hope you enjoyed this little, this little uh, fall classics, this little, little Christmas gift uh, before the holidays, um, reliving the days in Blacksburg, Virginia with Rick Brandt. So uh, I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.